Hey now, what's going on? It's Karina Reichman here, uh, coming at you. And before we get started here, we have a couple of ad reads. You know, we got to keep the the wheels spinning on the on the bus somehow. You know what I'm saying? So, ad number one. Let me just tell you, fans call him the next Herbie Hancock. Stevie Wonder has marveled at his musicianship, and Lauren Hill had him open for her last arena tour. Simply put. Grammy award-winning artist, producer, multi-instrumentalist, and all-around keyboard master, Corey Henry, is the future of music. Check out his new album, Something to Say, available now on all streaming platforms. And Raph, you want to hit us with our second ad? Thanks, Karina. We have a, a public service announcement from the one and only Third Man Records. You know they're coming out with the hot hot stuff we have american primitive guitar devotees north americans have a brand new blissful intimate album called roped in r-o-p-e-d-i-n it is available at the thirdmanstore.com if it's good enough for third man it's good enough for you so check it out Hello world and what a week it's been. Welcome to 3 from the 7, Relics' weekly news podcast chronicling three of our biggest news stories from the last seven days. And God, this last week has been the longest year of our lives. I am Raf Kenny Sincata. I am the associate editor for the one and only Relics magazine and I am joined by my comrade in arms, uh, a, a woman of all trades, a woman who can play the bass better than anyone I know, the one and only Corina Reichman. Oh, wow. You must not know a lot of people, Raph, but thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> in quarantine, Karina, it's just you. I sit alone oh, in a room for seven days, and then we do this podcast, and then I stare at a wall. That's how I feel. That's very <laughs> That's so, uh, what an amazing co- coincidence. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> This week has been the longest year of all time. Uh, it's kind of akin to doing the whole tour in one night, except not at all. You know what I mean? It's like just doing I don't even know. All I'm saying is we're on the other side now, Raph, and, and I'm breathing a little bit easier. I'm breathing a little bit easier. Um, what say you? How are you feeling? How are you holding up? Hold, don't hold back on me. Tell me how you're doing. Uh, it's been, I mean, a wild ride, I'm sure, for anybody on any political spectrum. It's been a, a bit of a wild ride. Uh, Got to, you know... I think the election lasted from Tuesday through Saturday, and to some people it is still happening. They're still counting them votes. Uh, I awoke to the sounds of cheering on Saturday morning and then quickly checked my phone and saw that Joe Biden was the projected winner with over 270 electoral votes. Uh, it's been a wild Ryan Karina. Did you uh, partake or hear any of the uh, insanity in New York City? I know New York was celebrating quite a bit as well. I sure did. It was uh, it was in really one of the better days in the city that I can remember or, you know, days in general, uh, it was really something to behold. And I kind of saw it in real time, uh, off my balcony where I started seeing people just like, you know, my mom texted me. I ran out, like started surveying everything and saw people coming out like first thing on their balconies with pots and pans, clanging them up and screaming. I saw kids like, you know, dancing. I saw the Planned Parenthood guy, down below, you know, pumping his fist, going crazy. It was it was something. And then in McCarran Park, it was like, uh, you know, it felt like Lollapalooza, man. I mean, not really, but, you know, there was this band, shout out to King Crash. 
uh, this really sweet three-piece band that allegedly has just been setting up around Williamsburg and letting it rip on a generator and killing it. And really, they sound fucking awesome. And they set up in the middle of, like, the baseball diamond in McCarran Park, and people were waving that flag and jumping up and down and seeing some live music. And our pal uh, Chris Tart over at yes. Thunder Shout uh, Productions was slinging some, uh, some tie-dyes. I don't know. It really... It reminded me of my old life, which, you know, I'm just looking for as many reminders as possible to stay uh, stay sane and remind me to not go and get some other uh, job and <laughs> quit what I started here because, uh, you know, I'm like a goldfish, Raph. I'm like a goldfish. <laughs> I forget that, uh, you know, if things aren't, like, all happening all at once, I do have a, uh, a tendency to forget what they once were. But anyway... But I digress. It was a beautiful, beautiful day and evening uh, in the city. Just, you know, again, whatever side of the political spectrum you fall on uh, aside, let us have this one. New York City was celebrating like a mofo. And it was a crazy, amazing thing to be a part of and to uh, to watch unfold. Yeah. I mean, it, democ- democracy in action is a beautiful thing. I think everybody can agree on that. And then in addition to that, on Saturday, Friday night, I saw my first show since March, since the Brothers at Madison Square Garden. I saw the one oh and only God. ALO at Terrapin Crossroads, Phil Lesh's venue out, down in San Rafael, or up in San Rafael, I should say, uh, considering I'm here in San Francisco. Um, it was a wonderful, beautiful thing to be able to partake in some form of live music. Um, shout out to Lebo, who, uh, who you know, and his, and his wife, Jenna, who helps manage the band, who helped get me in there in a socially distanced fashion, even though it was a sold-out show. They, they kind of carved out a little area for me and my boyfriend to be safe and enjoy the music. Terrapin Crossroads, it was my first time there. It is an absolutely gorgeous venue. I don't know, have you ever been there, Karina? It's right on the water. I've There's been there. sailboats. Yes. It's incredible. Uh, It was a bit of a chilly night, I will admit, but they were selling spiked uh, hot chocolate. So me and my boyfriend sipped on hot chocolate with Jameson in it, and we were able to enjoy an amazing show by ALO. I believe it was their first show in like eight months or something. Uh, They said it was their first. It was the longest they'd gone without playing with each other since they were like 13 because they've known each other since like the bar mitzvah days. Um, oh man! And the energy was amazing. Uh, you know, it, it was cool. I, ha- I haven't seen Wooks spinning in circles in ages, so it was a beautiful sight to behold. So shout out to Terrapin Crossroads for you know allowing me to actually see live music for the first time in forever, and also obviously ALO for bringing the sweet jams. So that was on Friday, Saturday, obviously the election stuff, and then I actually went wine tasting on Sunday. Oh no, I went wine tasting on Saturday. Sorry, socially distant and all that good stuff. So I think that's a kind of a testament to. You can go out there, you can do the things you wanted to do from, you know, before the COVID days, as long as you're safe and smart about it, you know? Like, I was able to see live music and, like, taste wonderful wine and, like, do it smartly, safely, in a fun way, you know? Our lives aren't over. There there are things we can do, uh, including celebrating democracy, enjoying live music, and enjoying a good glass of wine. So uh, things are looking up, Karina. Life's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. And we got some good vaccine news the other day. Things are, you know, this has been this has been a, a, a good a good time. Absolutely. In the last however many months, for sure. And I'm so happy to hear that you went to the motherland, Terrapin Crossroads, and you uh, you got to do all that stuff. That's fantastic. We're we're getting closer. It doesn't feel like it sometimes, but then you got to remind yourself how far we have come. And uh, and it's really a true thing. It's a yeah. true thing. I find myself having. Uh, existential crises uh 
often, but I'm trying to uh, <laughs> to quell them and, uh, you know, remind myself that it's not forever. I am a musician. I got recognized at a restaurant. Can I just be weird for a second? Yeah, I got absolutely. That's cool. I got, I got recognized at uh, Sweetwater in Williamsburg, which is across from Music Hall of Williamsburg. And, you know, I've eaten there many a time, but not in quite some time. And this lovely waitress, uh, her name was Jess. Shout out to Jess. She, uh, she came over to our table outdoors, you know, and it was super hot in New York this weekend, so that was awesome. And she was like, hey, you're Karina Reichman, right? And I was like, yeah, hi. Like, you know, what? That's crazy. And she was like, can I buy you guys a round of tequila shots? And we were like, yeah. And we were like, <laughs> hell yeah, you can. I was like, <laughs> definitely. But I had this weird moment, Raph, I'm not going to lie to you, where she said that, and I was like, wait. How does she know I'm Karina? Am I Karina? Like, you know, <laughs> the, like weird fucking, uh, what do you call that? Uh, you know, character, uh, you know. Imposter syndrome? Or, yeah, uh, some like weird out shit. Out of body, yeah. you know, you, you saw it yeah. happening to yourself. Something weird like that was going on. And I'm just like, wow, like the Karina that she knows, the one that like plays on stage in front of people. Like, I, I like I know that Karina's just in remission and it's not and she's not dead. But like, I'm like just having a, you know, I feel like lots of musicians are having a tough time, you know, coming to terms with what it all means when you're the thing that you've done so consistently in your life. And that, you know, makes you money and like gives you a sense of purpose is gone. So, yeah, just trying to figure out how to navigate that. And shout out to the nice lady at the restaurant for, uh, you know, reminding me who I am. Awesome, <laughs> I dude. know it's, it's so fucked up, but it's so, like, borderline true. It's really very bizarre. It's, you're, uh, you're a certified badass rock star. Come on. <laughs> She's like, you're Karina. I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, man. Hey. You, uh, did she know you like from like Marco or did she know you from like your solo stuff? Or? I have no idea. I have no clue. I didn't I didn't pursue <laughs> the matter further. You were like, how do you um, know me? <laughs> I was like, who who am I? Could you remind me again? I don't even fucking know. Jesus. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my one strange uh, you know, among many moments of weird introspection that this time has caused. But uh, I'm not complaining because it could be a lot worse. Very grateful for my health, my borderline sanity, my friends, the health of my friends, the health of my parents. We're good. We're good. Awesome. And I will get off this soapbox, Raph. I will get off of it because we haven't even gone into story we, number we got the one. News. And the thing is, it's more good news. I've been kind of like, you know, teasing it for a while. And I can finally say our first story of the week is the very good news that Mr. Trey Anastasio is the latest cover star of Relics Magazine. The October-November issue is out. Go check it out, relics.com slash Trey. Obviously, we're talking all about the Beacon Jams in there. The wonderful, incredibly talented uh, editor-in-chief, Mr. Dean Budnick, did the interview with Trey, talking all about life in New York during COVID, about how the Beacon, uh, the Beacon Jams came about. It's an amazing cover story, and uh, if you subscribe to Relics now, $5 from that subscription is going to go towards the Divided Sky Fund, which we've talked about on the show before. So not only are you supporting Relics, but you're supporting Trey's push to open his own uh, facility in Vermont to help people who have struggled with uh, substance abuse issues like himself. So it is nothing but good news there. There's two covers, including a collector's edition. So head over to Relics.com slash Trey. Check it out. It's amazing. I'm super stoked on it. There's also a bunch of other great features in there. So there's a feature on Bruce Hornsby. There's a feature on Keller Williams. I wrote a feature on Old Crow Medicine Show that I'm incredibly proud of. Um, 
Ketch, who is one of the lead guys in Old Crow. Me and him had an awesome conversation, and I'm super proud of that. So if you read that with my byline, I would appreciate that as well. Uh, Karina, wh- what's your read on this? I mean, Trey on the cover of Relics, it's happened before, it'll happen again, but this is a really fucking cool one. We love it. We love it. I mean, look, this is, uh, it's no secret that, you know, I feel like he is, uh, you know, my personal and probably yours too, if I would were to speak for you, uh, you know, uh, messiah of quarantine, shall we say, and messiah in general. I don't know, but, um, you know, I, my small world uh, revolves quite a bit around Trey, if I'm, you know, if I do say so. Uh, in those terms, which are weird terms, but whatever. But yeah, I'm super, super into this. Ain't nobody I'd rather it be on the cover. I mean, you know, Trey is the gift that keeps on giving. He's keeping us so sane. Beacon shows have been so fantastic. They're, you know, one of the few things that I continuously watch week after week. And I am, you know, looking forward to to this one, you know, and go Divided Sky Fund too. Definitely you know, have given and uh, will continue to keep giving people out there. If you got a couple of dollars to send over there, that would go a long way. And I love the work that he's doing as well. So this is this is big, Raph. Yeah, Uh, it's it's cool, too, because the reason Trey agreed to be on the cover is uh, he had done a previous interview with Relics saying specifically that like he wasn't going to do any live stuff. And I'm sure a lot of Fish fans remember this. Trey, like in, I think like a few months into quarantine, did an interview with Relics saying, you know, I need an audience. I need like our whole Fish family to be there. I'm not going to do anything type of live streamy thing officially. Boom. Door closed. Then like a month later, the Beacon Jams get announced to which he came back to us and was like, hey, I'm really sorry that I said so definitively that I wasn't going to do this and then immediately went back on it. So then that's how this cover ended up coming about where Trey was like, hey, guys, like I know you guys are always kind of you know, giving fish all the love in the world. So let's do like a really long interview and I'll kind of explain how I went from no, I'm never doing a live stream to eight consecutive live streams at the Beacon. So there's a lot of cool, really juicy uh, fish tidbits in here for fish fans. In addition to that, if you're a deadhead, if you love live music, if you love folk music like Old Crow, there's tons of stuff in this new issue. Super stoked on it. Relics.com slash T-R-E-Y. Or you can use the subscription code TREY if you kind of loop around and go through the Relics website. Amazing stuff. If you've been holding off on subscribing to Relics, do it now. Uh, Support independent music journalism. Relics has been going since the 70s. We're the second longest running music magazine in the country uh, behind Rolling Stone. But if you ask me, we're, you know, a bit cooler. You know, we hang out that's on right. the, we hang out on the lot. They don't. I mean, that's a fact. Um, straight so, up. Straight I mean, up. I, I think they'd agree. Um, they're not. They've never slung a grilled cheese. We have. Um, but we'll move on from there. Check out the new issue of Relics. I'm very excited about it. Moving on to our second story of the week. Mr. Dave Matthews. I love him. A lot of people love him. Uh, He actually shared an awesome cover of For What It's Worth on Wednesday morning in the midst of kind of the election haze right in the peak of it. Remember when we all thought the election was going to be over on Tuesday night? That was funny. Oh, Um, hilarious. Wednesday morning, Dave woke up and recorded uh, his version of Buffalo Buffalo Springfield's For What It's Worth. Uh, Karina, it's, it's a great song, and I think a lot of people should listen to it in these times of kind of division and reconciliation. I agree. And I, I saw it. I loved it. It offered me a brief, uh, you know, uh, moment of relief from just the internal turmoil that was going on. And uh, yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. And what a great song. Truly an American classic 
song. Yeah, I, I've heard widespread cover it a couple of times. I mean, it's in the jam scene especially. I think it's a popular one to get kicked around. But uh, I think now more than ever, it's something people should listen to. I think what my favorite line from it is, nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Um, if I could get up on my soapbox here for a minute again. I mean, I think that's, that, that's something so, you know, uh, very real right now of, you know, if you go into a situation thinking you're the only right one and you're not even going to listen to the other person, I mean, n we're never going to evolve as a society, let alone as a nation. Um, so, yeah, check out that Dave cover. I think it's really important. I think for what it's worth is even more relevant now than it was in the 60s when it was written. So, uh, and if you don't like the Dave version, hell, go find a widespread one. Head over to panicstream.com. Type in for what it's worth, and I'm sure uh, Curtis and all the boys over there will definitely uh, give you some choice, choice soundboards. Uh, and then moving on to our third story of the week here, Karina. Uh, this is actually, you know, not to, this definitely isn't a political episode, but obviously a lot has happened in the last week. And this, this last story is good for the culture, KR. Uh, Boom. Montana, Arizona, New Jersey, and South Dakota have all legalized marijuana on Tuesday. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Huge. The House is going to vote on federal cannabis legalization in December. Amazing. And the homies out there in Oregon are living in the year 3020 right now because they completely have decriminalized all drug possession, um, meaning that if you get caught with shrooms, heroin, or cocaine, or anything, the police aren't going to treat you like a criminal. They're going to treat you like a health issue where they're either going to give you a fine or make you go to drug, uh, some sort of drug rehabilitation thing. Um, basically not clogging up criminal courts with drug charges anymore. And this is good for the culture, fam. I mean, weed should be legal. I mean, I think that's not a controversial thing to say. Um, and I think all of these uh, are kind of wins, you know, like a lot of times you see things that happen that, you know, Joe Biden being elected president, we're not going to see that really come to fruition, any legislation stuff from his administration for a while. But like this is like tomorrow, you know, or within the next few months, we're going to see real change in America and, you know, the drug war, it might be over. Huge. And, you know, uh, we send a resounding uh, congratulations to drugs for winning the war on drugs. <laughs> so who knew? Who knew? They're it's, calling uh, it. You know, you love an underdog story like that. You know, you got to love it. This is, uh, this is a beautiful thing. I mean, shit. Oregon, man. Oregon. What I would give to tour Oregon right now. Those people know what's up. And uh, apparently now they, they really do. So that's that's a crazy thing. And look, New Jersey, Raph, it's just a, it's just a path train ride away. It's true. Jersey so, uh, is going to make so much money from people just leaving New York to go to New Jersey and buy weed. <laughs> like, Sure. Like not even the weed tax or sale, uh, you know, gross. But we're just thinking about like just the gross that the path train <laughs> and the tolls and the bridges and whatnot. Like this is this is great. I think it's about time, to be yeah. honest. I mean, every uh, way. Yeah. And if Governor Cuomo is listening, I mean, let's get this uh, popping in New York State. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hey, are you there? I think he does listen. I heard that he is a huge Disco Biscuits fan, and uh, and he tunes in regularly, actually, uh, whenever we discuss them. So uh, sh shout out to you, Cuomo. Are you there? Are you on the helicopter? Hey. Does he take I, a helicopter? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's been to a dead show. I feel like any older dude from New York who's, like, over the age of 40 has been to at least, like, one Madison Square Garden dead show. He kind of, he definitely has the face of somebody who's been to a dead show. And I don't know what that means exactly, but I, I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> you. 
Oh, God. But, uh, wow. but the other underdog stories here are states like Montana and South Dakota, vehemently uh, kind of red states, uh, you know, very much conservative strongholds voting to legalize marijuana, which I think is kind of the economic standpoint of it all, where I think uh, people who aren't necessarily ones to partake are definitely uh, realizing the economic benefits of like, oh, this thing that everybody wants to buy, if we tax it we can like help build roads in our state. You know what I mean? Like it is a, uh, it is definitely cool to see people's minds opening, you know, even if you don't do it, you know, why don't you let your fellow man do it? And then uh, you can make a little bit of a cashola on the side. That's what we need. That's what we like, man. Come on. It's about time. This is going to, you know, rebuild our roads and, uh, you know, make our schools better and, you know, <laughs> figure this all out. Come on now. We got to tie the weed tax. It's going to help with a lot of things and you know it's just a good thing in terms of you know people being you know uh incarcerated wrongly for years and years and years and years for doing something that so many people partake in and is now becoming legal on a you know kind of mass scale i mean shit this is this is big this is real big and uh let's let's see it keep going let's see it come on cuomo what do you got yeah. And even uh, like thinking about what Oregon is doing, um, it made me kind of think of Timothy Tyler, who some people may know as a, a big deadhead who uh, under the three strikes law was sentenced to life in prison for nonviolent drug crimes. He sent LSD through the mail and did, you know, had a personal stash of acid um, and he was sentenced to life in prison and his sentence was later communed by President Obama. So he was released. He actually came to the relics office. We got to meet him. We gave him a bunch of free relic stuff. Um, but there are tons of Timothy Tylers who are still in jail uh, who, you know, are nonviolent people. I think of uh, our friend Jay Blakesburg, Karina, who went to jail for nonviolent drug crimes in his youth. Um, there are so many people who are unnecessarily clogging up our jails and uh, you know, wasting taxpayer money. Like, if that's the way you look at things and you're all about the bottom line, I mean, laws like this will reduce, like, the cost of the criminal justice system. So it's exciting to see. It's uh, an awesome kind of step forward for humanity, I think. Um, so rock on, America. It's pretty cool today and tomorrow and yeah. hopefully the next day. So, oh, and then also the day this is released is Veterans Day. So if you served in our forces, I thank you for your service. Um and, uh, you know, if you know a veteran, buy them a beer, buy them a, a soda, you know, thank them for their service. Give them a hug. Thank uh, do, them. Do, do you have Seriously. any veterans in your life, Karina? Or is anyone in your family a veteran? I don't. I, well, I, I guess, really don't. Yeah, I guess your family's from, your mom's from Canada, so. My mom's from Belgium. Oh, from Belgium. But by way of Canada, yeah. right? Uh, Belgium, then Canada, then New York, you know, yeah. Yeah, totally. All of that. My, we're not from here. Now, family of immigrants, you know. So. Hey, but isn't that the most American? <laughs> so thanks a lot. Yeah, but isn't that the most American thing of all? And on that, we wrap it up and say goodbye yeah. to you, dear listener. Uh, follow us on Instagram at 3from7the7. Email us, raffandkarina at gmail.com. 3from7the7 is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our engineer is Will Schwerd. Our, our producer is Will Schwerd, actually. Our engineer is Claire Green. Oof, Karina, I am just jacked up on ca coffee and caffeine, so I'm going to toss it to you before my head explodes. Everybody have a good oh. week. Karina, take it away. Oh, Raph, coffee and caffeine, my girl. I love it. No, I, I'm right there with you. This has been great. Um, Raph, I know you already tossed it off, and you're you're probably checked out now, but do we get you back in New York City, like, maybe next week even? Next week, I will be in New York. Yes, this is my final days here in the wonderful city of San Francisco. 
Uh, I will bravely travel this country as it is experiencing some COVID spikes, but I'm going to be safe. I'm doubling up on the mask and the clear face visor. I'm going to look like the Terminator walking through JFK. Um, so, yes, I will be back on the wonderful East Coast next week. So maybe, Karina, me and you, after my two weeks of kind of self-quarantine in my apartment, we should definitely hang out uh, and we can uh, – actually you know do this thing irl i can lock eyes with you from six feet away that's gonna really be the greatest day of my life and i don't know about yours but no that's really fantastic i knew it but i'm happy to hear you say it once again this is great new york is excited to have you back um and i'm proud of all the work we've done uh, apart you know it's an amazing thing that we've kept this train rolling and yet again thanks to will schward thanks to claire green who you know make it all possible Thanks to Shappy. Shout out to my friends who listen every week, which you, is you, shocking. Like, the, you know, it's a crazy thing. It's Dave Siegel, what's up? Are you listening? <laughs> Marlo Shankweiler, you listening? My mother, Ann Boyman, uh, she listens every week. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah, man. Everybody, I hope you're doing well out there. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope you have a great week. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Raph will be on the, the same coast as yours truly. So yeah. I really look forward to it. New York, I'm be coming well, for everybody. you. I'm come, coming for come you. Come to us. <laughs> oh, bright lights will inspire you. Oh, baby. Uh-oh. I'm losing it. Love ya. Be well, everybody. Take care. If you can't be good, be honest. Bye.